It's reading with Rella B. Rella B. I just have one question. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? To come along with me. Are you ready? Yeah. To imagine with Rella B. friends and welcome back to reading with Rella B. If you're new here, I'll go ahead and let you know a little bit about what's going to happen today. First, we are going to get our brains and bodies ready for our awesome story time and after, we're going to be listening to an amazing story. But to get our brains and bodies ready, we're going to be doing some stretching and then we're going to do a riddle. So, let's go ahead and get into our stretch. We are going to take our arm and cross it over our body. So, take one arm and cross it over to the other side of your body and then pull it back with your other arm and stretch it. Stretch it and hold a little bit. And now we're going to switch arms. We're going to take the arm cross it over our body and then pull it and stretch it with our other arm. And make sure you stretch nice and deep. Then we're gonna take our arms and we're going to stretch it over our head and pull on the arm that's over our head with our opposite arm and just stretch it a little bit more. Get a nice stretch in and then we're gonna do the same with our opposite arm. Put it over your head and pull it over with your opposite arm and stretch, stretch. If you bend to the side when you do that, that's okay. Just make sure you don't hurt yourself and be aware of your space. Now that we've stretched out our arm, we're gonna go ahead and stretch out our legs. Let's go ahead and straighten our legs out and we're going to point our toes and then flex our feet. Point your toes and then flex our feet. You can do this only if you're sitting down with both feet, but if you're standing up, you can do it with one foot at a time. So go ahead and point, flex, point, and flex. If you don't know what flexing your foot means, that means that you're basically pulling your toes up as far as you can towards your knee. And then you point your toe like a ballerina. So we're gonna point and flex two more times. Point and flex. And then we're gonna bend our knee. If you can, bend your knee to your chest and pull. Again, this works a little bit better if you're sitting down, but if you are standing up, you can practice your balance. So go ahead and pull that knee to your chest and hold it just for a little bit. All right, and now we're gonna switch legs. We're gonna pull our knee to our chest and hold it for just a little bit. Nice, now that we've stretched out our legs and we've stretched out our arms, we're just gonna stretch out our neck a little bit too. So let's go ahead and roll our neck. Roll our neck like you're trying to touch your ear to your shoulder on one side and then keep rolling to touch your ear on your shoulder on the other side. And then look down and then look up. And we're just rolling our heads in a circle, rolling our heads in a circle. And now we're going to go ahead and wiggle our fingers, wiggle our toes, and we're gonna shake it all out. Shake, shake, shake it all out. That's so great. Now that we're done with our stretches, it's time for Rella's Riddle. This is how Rella's Riddle works. First, I'm going to give you three hints 
and then I'm gonna give you 10 seconds to guess. Are you ready? Alright, so are you ready for hint number one? It's, I'm a small and playful furry friend. That could be a lot of things, huh? Here's hint number two. I often chase after yarn and pounce on tiny toys. Do you know what I am? Hint number three. I am a baby cat. Oh my goodness, do you know what it is? You have a few more seconds to guess. guessed a kitten, you would be correct. And today we're going to have an amazing guest on and she's going to share her special book that is about kittens. Are you so excited? I love furry kittens and I'm so excited to hear this book with you guys. Let's go ahead and welcome her. So today we are going to have our special friend Melvina come on and share her book with us. This book is going to be all about traveling and seeing new things. Are you guys ready? Okay, here's Melvina. Hi Melvina. Hi everybody. I'm excited to read to you my book, Kitchens in the Butter and the Grand Adventure. We're going to go for an adventure with two twin kittens. Oh my goodness, I love kitty cats. We're ready to listen to it. So the story starts like this. Monsieur and Madame Miao first fashioned the nickname Kittens in the Butter for their twin kittens at one morning's breakfast. In fact, how Mademoiselle Daisy and Mademoiselle Maisie came to have such an odd nickname was because they were two of the most pampered kittens in all of France and their favorite treat was butter. Have you heard? asked Daisy one Saturday morning, turning to her four-minute older twin. About what? asked Maisie, wiping her mouth with her napkin. Aunt E is traveling to London today by boat, announced Daisy, taking a bite off her crescent. Huh! exclaimed Maisie. When she isn't traveling, tell me then. Ah, oh, how I would love an adventure, sighed Daisy, somewhere far away. Me too, agreed Maisie. We only travel to new places in our imagination bubbles. The Lord has created this day, broke in Madame Meow cheerfully, so let us enjoy it. That's right, <clears throat> added Monsieur Meow, clearing his throat, even if we don't travel far. But Daisy and Maisie heard nothing, for they were busily traipsing away in a new adventure in their imaginations. Hello, hello, kittens, called Madame Meow. To earth, kittens in the butter, to earth, called Monsieur Miao, waving his hand in front of them. Landing back on earth, Daisy resumed. You know, Aunt Eloise was just at the sea last week. The sea is like a treasure chest with sparkling jewels, said Maisie, imitating her aunt's voice and words. Ha, huh, you sound just like her, laughed Daisy. I do like anything that sparkles, announced Maisie. One day we'll see another horizon, declared Daisy. I'm sure of that. Soon, added Maisie. Soon. Later that morning, Daisy and Maisie were slowly tidying up their room when suddenly a grand idea danced into their heads. Maisie, let's just you and I go to Cattensville Town Square. You know, that's just what I was thinking, Daisy. 
So with no time wasted, they tiptoed out of their room and quietly shut the door of Meow Manor. Look, Maisie, exclaimed Daisy upon their arrival. Our friends Wising the Owl and Squirrely the Squirrel are here. They chatted a bit with their friends and hurried away to sightsee the new displays. Look, Daisy, Adela's Boutique has new dresses from Paris. Blue, your favorite color, green, cream, and pink, my favorite color, and purple, red, and... But there was no answer. Daisy was nowhere in sight. Daisy? She called, looking around frantically. Where are you? Over here, replied a familiar voice out of a carriage. Daisy, what are you doing in there? Gasped Maisie. Get out before the carriage driver returns. It's an empty carriage, Maisie. I heard the driver say no one will be in it. He's taking it to another city, she declared, peeking out. Get in quickly and let's go for an adventure. But where is it headed, Daisy? I don't know, but it's going somewhere, said Daisy. At first, Maisie hesitated, but then agreed. An adventure we want, an adventure we'll have. Glancing back one more time at the new arrival, she hurried aboard and they set off. And soon they fell fast asleep to the sound of the horse's hooves, clip-clop, clip-clop, dreaming sweetly of the faraway places they so much wished to see. It was two hours later when they awoke to the cry of seagulls. It's the sea, shouted Maisie, rubbing her eyes as she peered out of the carriage's window. Wow, it sparkles magnificent and... Oh, just like Aunt Louise said, interrupted Daisy, stretching her arms up in the air. Oh, but we better go before we are discovered. Carefully opening the carriage's door, they sneaked behind a wooden crate. Ooh, it smells terrible. So fishy, complained Maisie, taking her hanky out to cover her nose. Sis, it's Merville. It's a town of seafood, crabs, and fish, consoled Daisy. It's not going to smell like coffee and pastries. Everything about the new horizon wonder struck them. The sea, the sailors, the ships full of cargo, the animal travelers, and even the three poodles playing on big crates. Oh, pinch me, Maisie. Am I dreaming? No, Daisy, you are not. We are here at last, exclaimed Maisie. The fishy air pinched my nose to remind me that I'm not dreaming. Hello, kids, shouted the three poodles. You must be new around here. We are not kids, but kittens, protested Maisie, throwing her hands on her hips. No such name exists. Yes, this is our first time, interrupted Daisy. This is my twin, Maisie, and I'm Daisy. Welcome to Maryville, said the blue shorts poodle. I'm blue. I'm green, said the green shorts one. I'm yell, said the yellow shorts one. We'll show you around, said Gree. When first time in Maryville, you must see Maryville's humongous cannery, barked yell. We have never seen one before, said the twins. Follow us. We'll show you, said Gree. Daisy, maybe we shouldn't follow, begged Maisie. Come on, Maisie. I want to see the inside of a cannery, said Daisy. And this cannery makes my favorite can of salmon. 
But I don't want to see, cried Maisie. But Daisy was already inside. Welcome to Maryville's Tannery, the finest in all of France, howled the poodles, and let the fun begin. Blue grabbed fish out of the water buckets and flung them across the room. Gree twirled seafood cans across the floor, and Yell picked up a sack of flour and hurled it onto the floor. Oh, please stop, begged Maisie. This is awful. Stop! What a mess! cried Daisy. Stop, stop! But the poodles didn't stop. They laughed and battered the surprise twins with flour and water. Soaping wet, Daisy and Maisie tried wringing the hems of their dresses and licking fiercely the flour off their furs. My dress, wailed Maisie. My favorite dress. How are we supposed to go home looking like this, wailed Daisy. The poodle's fun came to a sudden end when the cannery owner, Monsieur Jean, and the cannery workers returned from lunch. Who did this? he hollered. My cannery's a disaster. They did it, cried the twins, pointing at the culprits. I told you, Daisy, we shouldn't follow, cried Maisie. But no, you really wanted to see. Don't remind me, Maisie cried Daisy. You naughty, naughty dogs, shouted Monjorjean, grabbing the poodles by their collars. You will pay for all the damage and clean this whole cannery until not one speck of fish scale is seen. Now it so happened that Monjor Charles, a wagon driver for Monjor Mao, was delivering goods to Maryville that very same morning. But who should he meet but the Mao kittens themselves? Maisie and Daisy, how did you here, asked Monsieur Charles. We stowed away on an empty carriage. Your parents must be very worried about you, said Monsieur Charles. Come along, I'll take you home, and along the way you can tell me all about your grand adventure. Arriving back in Cattensville, the weary adventurers were wrapped up in welcoming hugs and carried happily home. You see, began Daisy, settling into her favorite spot on the sofa. This grand idea danced into our heads to go to Cattensville Town Square by ourselves. And Daisy was the one in the empty carriage first and then called me aboard, chimed in Maisie as she dried her milk-stained whiskers. At first I was nervous, but then I wanted an adventure too. Every detail of the grand adventure was retold, including the disaster in the cannery. Monsieur Mao and Madame Mao just chuckled to themselves and shook their heads in disbelief. And I don't ever want to be covered in flour and water again, exclaimed Maisie. Me too, agreed Daisy. Kittens in the butter, said Monsieur Mao, smiling widely. Indeed, said Madame Mao, smiling back. Kittens in the butter. Kittens in flour and water? said Monsieur Miao with a teasing twinkle in his eyes. Perfect new nickname, laughed Madame Miao. Kittens in flour and water indeed. Oh no, cried the twins with one voice. No, indeed. I'd rather be called kittens in the butter, exclaimed Maisie. For it does fit us more, declared Daisy. The End
Oh my goodness, that was such an exciting story. I love that they were able to go on an adventure, but they definitely did learn something by going with new friends they didn't know, huh? Yes, they did. So maybe we don't always follow new friends somewhere we haven't been before, so then they don't get flour all over our outfits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was wonderful that they were able to. Have the mayor come and save them, though, and bring them back home. Yes, it was. So, where did the names Maisie and Daisy come from? So, the story was inspired because I have a twin sister, and so the story is about me and my twin sister. And I just loved the names Daisy and Maisie, and it represented my character and my twin's character. So that's how the names came to be. Ooh, so are you the more adventurous one, or? <laughs> I am more the adventurous one. Yes, <laughs> I yes. love that. That is so awesome. And then I also love that they went from imagination bubbles, just thinking about where they wanted to go, to actually going on an adventure themselves. Yes, they really wanted to go to different places, but they thought the closest place they could go was Catonsville. But then they really wanted to go somewhere further. So, for you, are there some places that you would really like to go that are far away? Ah、uh, yes, I would want to go to France and to England and to Turkey. So there is a lot of far places I want to go to. Oh my goodness, that is amazing! Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with all of us your beautiful book. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope you all enjoyed the story. And I wish you many, many adventures. Thanks. And if we want to continue to read about these adventures and also be able to see all the beautiful pictures, where can we find your book? My book is sold on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Thank you so much, Malvina. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for having me, and I wish you many adventures. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that story as much as I did, and if you did, you can find the links to purchase it down in the description below. There's also something special for you today, and that is an interactive activity that actually has to do with the book today. If you'd like that, you can find it linked in the description below as well. If you would like to become a co-creator, you can go to relabybooks.com/want-to-participate, or you can just click on the "Want to Participate" tab. Once you're there, you can type in your own idea for a story, and then behind-the-scenes magic will send it to an email for you, and it may just be read on the show. I really encourage you to go and check it out. You can also check out my Relabee Books YouTube channel, where you can see. All of the amazing illustrations and have a more visual experience. It's so much fun, and I hope to see you there. Ooh, you know what time it is? Show us co-creators in the app. Tell me, tell me. Tap, tap, tap. Hello, smartphone. Tell us today. Did all our friends have fun and play? I hear my friends, Ella, Matthew, and Lily. Had fun today. Won't you come and join me another day? So that's all I have for you for today. But I hope I'll see you another day. Toodles.